Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering The White Lotus, Season 2, Episode 3, Bull Elephants. I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher watching the Season 2 of The White Lotus for the first time, having just finished covering Season 1 with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Hello, mighty bull elephant. <laughs> Kurt, how about you just go <laughs> ahead and uh, throw your phone in the ocean? How about that? Yeah, I, something you ought to do, Mr. Sal. He was complaining about modern technology. You know, it's not supposed to be like this. You're supposed to build me up. <laughs> How many liners do you have from the episode? Several. <laughs> you're very, you're Several. very negative. You're too negative. <laughs> you're very negative. She was very negative. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Before we give, I, I give anything away here, or you give something away, I suppose that's a possibility as well. We need to take a guess at each other's ratings. Rating. Hmm. Well, Kurt, I think that you loved the Dominic and Bert stuff, like everything about it. I think you loved seeing Dominic a seemingly repent, turn Lucia away. Uh, clearly it was hard for him. But I think, you know, he, he like pleads to albie you know help me out i can change i want i want to change um i think you loved that i think you loved the harper and daphne stuff at the palazzo i think that was appealing to you i think that you liked the ethan cameron mia lucia stuff enough i think you liked portia and albie a lot better this time than you did last time there's there's something going on there that that wasn't really happening last time and I think you're okay with Tanya and with the stuff with Valentina. I don't think you loved it necessarily, but I think you're okay with it. I'd say you, I'd say you gave this a nine. Uh, I think it's, yeah, what the heck? I'll say this is your favorite episode so far. All right. You definitely liked what was going on with the two younger couples. So Cameron and Ethan and Daphne and Harper, that you're all a part of. I think you, not so that was your favorite part. Burt and Dominic were all right by you. They were pretty good. Um, Lucia and Mia were were good. Um, you liked LB and Portia. You loved Tanya and Greg and all the stuff with Tanya. You you loved that. And I think you you liked the the day the dynamic. Uh, I I think you liked the dynamic when it was um the three uh, DeGrassos and Portia. I I think you gave this. I don't see where you'd complain on this episode. So I think you gave it a ten. I did give it a ten. I have nothing to complain about. <laughs> I also episode. gave it a ten. Oh, god! <laughs> but you did get me spot on. Like the the two younger couples, the uh, with uh, Cameron and Daphne and Harper and Ethan. Th that stuff was my favorite stuff in the episode. I like when I think about this episode, I can't stop thinking about those scenes with those. I, I have to agree i think yeah i think, that, I think, I think that's the highlight of the episode but then i'm like well what else even happened to this episode because i was so fixated on that and then i started thinking about like the portion albie stuff i was actually riveted by i actually yeah i really uh, liked it <laughs> and 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 the dominic and bert stuff riveted tanya i loved it i even liked some of like even i even liked that they in injected a little bit for valentina here you know, the, the only stuff I might have been a little lukewarm. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. Everything. I loved it all. It was I loved everything about this episode. It was so good. Me too. I like I was watching it and about halfway through I was like, this has been so good so far. This yeah. stuff like this, like this will get a ten. I I've I've loved every bit I've watched and Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I terrific. Have, I have no complaint. Like it is. No, me neither. This this is like I feel like we've hit the stride now. And actually it's it's interesting because when I think about season one. There's an animal title at episode three as well. And that was the first one I gave a 10 there, I believe, as well. It was Mysterious Monkeys. So we had season one, episode three was Mysterious Monkeys. And that was when I, that was when I felt like, oh, I love this show. And season two, the third episode was Bull Elephants. And again, I was like, oh, I love this show. This is great. Yeah, so very good. So yeah. Yeah. Everything, everything about it. This is this is great stuff. Let's uh let's talk about what we like the most. With uh, with our favorite scenes, so take a take a guess at what we thought. I think that your favorite scene. I, I I'm a little 
concerned about this because I I just kind of assumed that I just picked the meatiest Dominic scene and that's your favorite scene. But uh, you did say that your favorite stuff, your favorite story in this episode was the two younger couples. So maybe I need to deviate here a little bit. Um, you know, uh, now I'm going to stick with my original uh, scene and say that your favorite scene was Dominic pleading with Albie to intervene for him uh, for to his mother on, on his behalf yeah, out in the hallway okay yeah man there's like i really don't know which scene to guess for you <laughs> uh, I, this is hard this is really hard for me i think i'm gonna go with yours is also not one of the couples i think your favorite scene was lb burr dominic portia when they were out by the the grandfather or um, the godfather the godfather <laughs> the grandfather that's Burr. The Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather is like scene location with the car blowing up one time. They're talking and they have mm-hmm. a bit of a debate as to, you know, the meaning of the Godfather in today's society. And then when Portia leaves, I don't know. Does this all count as one scene or did they cut? I don't remember if they cut. They probably did. They, did, they did cut, but that's okay. You like that. Scene. Okay, I, 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 I'm saying that. That, that. That's my guess for you. I don't think it's correct. Well, maybe it well, is. If you... Well, I, I'll tell you that. So that is a relatively early scene in the episode, but when it when it happened, I did put a star there saying this could this is a contender for my favorite oh. scene in the episode. Uh, I did not ultimately land on it, but it was up there. It's it's such a great scene. I do love The Godfather, by the way. So that that is. Well, I'm gonna have plenty to say about that scene when we get there. But... I, I was hoping you'd say. I know you said you like The Godfather in the past. So I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do love The Godfather. Uh, maybe slightly less, having heard Albie's arguments here. But <laughs> but but I do. I do. I did. I have loved that movie. I'll say that. Uh, no, my favorite scene was actually. It's it's toward the end, when uh, it's it's between Daffy and Harper. When Daphne confesses to Harper that she knows that Cameron did cheat on her at least once, mm-hmm. um, but that she figured out how to handle it, how to handle it. She says, like today, I do what I want. And uh, this got me thinking, does Daphne know what's going on with Cameron? Like, is the one time that Cameron cheated on her right now and she knows that? Is it? Are they yeah, like are are they in like did they intentionally pull Harper and Ethan apart so that he could get him into trouble basically and hold that over him to to get because he does make the financial pitch here he does make the so, financial pitch yeah so so we know now that Harper was right he he did ask Ethan for money um also you think that they're doing this kind of almost together in some yes. boy. Wow. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's good. I see what you mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well, well, I liked his or like the statement she said later, like in the same scene where she goes, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim. That's right. Yeah. Like, Which I thought it could go a lot of ways. Either like, you know, she's, you know, internalized it enough and she's, you know, she'll do what she wants. She doesn't care. She also cheats. I don't know if that's what she meant. I don't know if she also mm-hmm. meant like another meaning i didn't even think about that they're in on this together as some grift to get right but it well you know, it's interesting so uh, thinking about it that way as as a, as they're in on this together makes this very very interesting and does paint daphne in a very different light than we've seen her up to this point you know much shrewder <laughs> we did we did see her find the bodies and you had mentioned a while back that you wondered if she didn't put them there so that she could conveniently find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I am, I'm starting to think there might be some validity to that actually, uh, because she's, she's got a more of an edge to her than I thought she had. Yeah. With that discussion there. Also. Yeah. But then the other, if you, do, if you don't think that they're in on it together, then I, then I'd still love this scene because she's saying I'm not a victim because she, she's, she's fully aware. Right. So she's fully aware that Cameron is who he is, does what he does. But she also uses that as leverage to do what she wants as well. So here, here's what makes me feel like that they're not um that they're not acting, mm-hmm. even though they are actors. <laughs> was <laughs> unlike Harrison. Yeah. yeah, yeah, unlike Harrison from uh, Dexter New Blood. When they're having breakfast, mm-hmm. and they have like the first little quabble that we've seen them have between like you know jet skiing versus going to Noto or you know this place that Daphne wants to go. Yeah. 
that made me feel like it was really a quabble but you know they are actors after all and what if they that was all just a ploy now i, I don't know because i do have to remember they are actual actors <laughs> so, so in theory like why why can't you just say you you made it all up oh man i don't know yeah. right well and she pulls this whole we're gonna spend the night thing on harper total surprise like if she, if she had said that from the beginning then there's no way harper goes on this trip oh yeah yeah certainly certainly yeah, so that that scene just was I it put the whole episode in a new context for me. And even if it's not true, just the fact that I was questioning it was really oh, exciting. I think a lot better. So mine, yeah. I don't think you would ever guess mine. Okay. I don't think you would. Uh my favorite scene is when is it, that actually a Harper and Daphne scene as well. Oh a different one. It's when they're out on the town and mm-hmm. It's really just a specific part of it of when Daphne goes to get money from an ATM yeah. and all the guys yeah. in like and like I don't know just like uh, seemingly over a hundred guys but then a lot of guys a lot yeah. of guys are all yeah. looking at Harper yes. and I mean there's a few ways you can interpret the scene you can interpret it literally mm-hmm. like there are literally all these guys looking at her yep which you can I kind of take it as Harper's just very like self conscious. Yes. Right. That's how I take it as, and I thought it was a very good, like, not personification, but so um, a real world showing of like you know like anxiety or you know whatever have you. I I like that a lot. So so interestingly, that scene is a reenactment from a, a film yeah. from the '60s called La Ventura. Okay, I never seen it. Yeah, I, I have not either. I only know this because on TV time that there's it's actually set right there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's set right in that spot, and it's it's exactly that. It's it's a bunch of people, you know, a bunch of guys staring at this one woman, and I, I like the way I like to think of it is that Harper has seen that movie, mm-hmm. and she recognizes this place, sees these guys. And just kind of, I don't know if it's if it's egotistical or narcissistic or whatever, but assumes that she can elicit that response from them as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, because I, I'm not convinced it actually happens, right? I think no, I, yeah, yeah. I think there's a non-zero chance that this is all in Harper's head. Yeah, I, I, I think more likely than not, it's all in her head. I mean, it could be really happening, but I, yeah. I think it's better if it doesn't actually happen. <laughs> I think it's more interesting if it's not really happening. So it's more, right? You know inner mental and i think that's, that's a lot more interesting right so yeah, i, 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 will, like t- I will tell I, you that i i know people like women who have like studied abroad in italy who have had similar experiences to this yeah it will happen you go abroad yeah. And like, yeah yeah i've heard of reports in like indian stuff <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah fair so anyway but that, it is a really cool scene it was very amazing to watch yeah it's like it's very eerie but mm-hmm. yeah it's like I, I mean, I'm interested in seeing the scene now in the movie that you've referenced. Yeah, just to just to see it side by side, not side by side, but just yeah. to see it. Yeah, it's a good scene. I, I'll tell you, I have so much more doubt. <laughs> like, I my, my guesses at the end of this about who's dead and who's the killer are. I, it's like I just threw darts at a dartboard. I have no I know. ideas. I know now who's <laughs> dead and who's alive. And who's Do you actually alive. you think so? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm really, I have no idea anymore. I, I'm all over the place. Bold of you to act as though you had a good idea before. <laughs> right. I know. Well, I, I felt a little more firm in my, I, I, I don't know if I, see, this is what I, I was worried about, that I was, that they would be baiting us into looking at the local girls because they're telling stories about the busts. Yeah. Right. And they show uh, the bus multiple times. They show the bus multiple times in this episode. Yeah. Uh, and they're also, you know, they, t- they sh- talk about the Godfather. They show us the scene from the Godfather that says, in Sicily, women are, are more dangerous than shotguns. So, mm-hmm. like, I was, I was biting at that hook, line, and sinker. Right. And now I'm second guessing it. But I think, I feel like I've said at one point, is this the type of thing they're going to show us and hope that we forget about it? between now and the end they keep showing us the bus they do keep showing us the bus so anyway i don't know well here's what i do know though i'm glad that i put up a little bit of a defense for cameron last episode because i can't do it anymore he actually sucks yeah oh yeah i was thinking about that during the episode because <laughs> yeah. like it's like i i no, not yet and then like he says ciao to the to lucy and me and i'm like 
man, I mean, he really shouldn't be doing that. But he, <laughs> he did just say chow, I guess. I mean, he right. did kind of look me, but like, I, I guess he just said chow. I, I can't fault. Like, I, I, that's not like a let alone a bad thing. But then, then eventually he's like, you never cheated before? <laughs> right. Right. he says that outright yep. I mean he also talked about insider trading before it ended actually yes. I take yeah. that back. he just said insider trading well, that's not even, yeah. he's not that bad in his relationship though yet that's just kind of, that, that's a different type of immoral <laughs> yeah although that I I would argue that's pretty bad as well because oh, yeah, the, I mean, robbing, not, only, not only is it illegal but like he is he's putting his best friend or this friend maybe not best friend but he's putting his friend in a position of a really compromised position now too so that, that's that's no good so just beyond the, the idea of insider training doing this to your friend you know making him feel guilty about not giving you the inside tips is, is, Mr. Sam, is morally awful i will make you feel bad if you don't give me the inside tip if you're about to do like a scoop <laughs> or something okay if you ever sell your company, like just <laughs> my company, like, yeah, you're my company, company is Show Hoppers. You own it with me, so <laughs> that, well, let me know if you're selling your share. <laughs> well, if I do, it'll be to you. So, oh, I, I only want one percent, so I have the majority. <laughs> okay. At any rate, all right. Well, uh, lots of funny stuff in this episode. I found. Uh, I, I like. I thought Valentina was very funny in this episode. And she's, she's, she's getting all offended by the the guy in the cafe. Saying, in the cafe, she's eating lunch with cats. She it was just pretty actually sad. Cute, yeah. But you know, anyway, um, she's she tells Rocco find the fortune teller's number for the crazy lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of the fortune teller, that scene just that worked for me. In a very big way, I yeah, sure. loved the fortune teller scene. I thought yeah, it was you're not supposed to use that word. The highball she gets there, and she doesn't <laughs> love the the negative response back from the fortune teller and yeah, Portia. Yeah, that's, and Tanya was obviously funny. I mean, yeah, it's so good, so good. Anyway, sure. yeah. All right. Well, shall we uh, take a take a run through this episode? What? All right. Well, Valentina opens the episode for us. She's walking through Sicily in the early morning hours. Stops at a cafe to get a coffee. She just wants. She just wants her coffee in peace. Harper just wants Ethan, and Ethan just wants a shower. So uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's what I got. You got anything to add there? Yeah. Well, Harper is going to be more fun. She's going to be the that's life right. of the party. She sure, <laughs> she sure is. She sure is. Dominic want, uh, just wants me and Lucia to leave quickly, but he's, he's impressed with them. Bert's impressed with them. Sorry. <laughs> Bert, Bert, as they leave, Bert, Bert notices them. He won't forget them. He deduces something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bert will remember this. Yes. All right. We got a big breakfast scene coming up here. Harper is very bright and cheery, like over the top, which Ethan told her not to do because they'll, they'll figure it out. They'll notice. They'll think something's up, and they clearly do. They clearly notice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Albie joins Portia, and he, he didn't he didn't want to make her feel uncomfortable last night. And Portia, I mean, this is pretty biting. I don't think you're capable of that. In fact, <laughs> maybe maybe the opposite. <laughs> I loved this. I cause I was wondering that from the last time they were together. I was like, I don't know, right? It, it, I, it was kind of weird, like the walkway part, and then starting yeah. off with this and the breakfast. I was like, okay, I like this. I like the. I like this now. I like this yeah. duo. This is this is good. <laughs> this does uh, make me wonder if Albie's gonna snap. Now that this has been incepted in his head, that you know he he did the the whole nice guys finish last rhetoric in an episode two, and he's clearly trying to swing the other way, although still you know preaching the toxic masculinity of the godfather so i'm not sure and, uh, i i i love the um i don't say moral quandary i mean uh-huh. like just the 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 debate and and just the ideals between like all the the grassos and mm-hmm. albie and albie's actions towards portia like i think it's i'm very interesting yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely it, it's you know albie is working so hard to not be like his father mm-hmm. and his grandfather uh, and and 
you can almost see him headed in that direction because he's working so hard not to go in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> right? I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's, that's interesting stuff. I don't know. I, this, this is probably, you know, from, from my, from the position that I, that I'm in, it's probably not, uh, I don't know. So not, not a very, um, appropriate point of view, but, uh, I feel a lot of sympathy for Alfie because I feel like I've been him many times or <laughs> like, been essentially told, like, no, you're, you're just too nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, and it, and it hurts. It really does hurt. So, uh, it's, uh, I, so I do sympathize with him a lot, but I do think he's also, uh, making attempts to swing the other way, which is not necessarily a good thing because, that's just not who he is. It's not. Is that, I I love the portrayal, like, of, I don't know. I look. I I, I mean, maybe you've. Seen, I, I haven't seen anything like this before in like a, like a TV show of like a, like a nice guy, with a girl type of like, other than like a rom com. But you know, it kind of all works out still. Like I haven't. Seen, I don't know. I haven't seen a portrayal like this before. So I think it's very interesting. You know what I mean, there's a yeah, lot of. It is. I mean, there's a lot of romance in TV shows. That's kind of like a. Sure. It's a very. Big, it's a very big thing of a. And you know, you know, we talk about Lost like romance things we're sick of because you wouldn't know they yeah. keep doing it overplaying it or it's not right. that interesting this to me is super interesting this it is between Albie and Porsche, right? it is I it's, super good. It's, it's really interesting too later on because tanya kind of tries to pull Porsche the other way right yeah, saying, yeah, you know, yeah. don't waste your life on emotionally unavailable men so it, you can see both of these characters being pulled away from their natural instincts by other people. It's, it's, it's very interesting. I, I'm so glad that it ended up being this because I was pretty down on this storyline in episode two. Oh yeah, me too. So this is, this is good stuff. All right. Uh, Dominic really doesn't want Bert to say anything to Albie about the girls. So keep that on the down low, please, Bert. Tanya and Greg are eating together. And now last we saw them, Tanya was walking out on him at dinner saying i hate you but they are eating together here actually i guess that's not the last we saw of them. the last we saw of them was greg making that suspicious phone call to Valken. i mean he's talking to his mother <laughs> yes could be could be all right um portia is depressed and bored and feels redundant she can't even get lost because google maps will just save her uh and so uh, Albie has the suggestion to uh, throw your phone in the ocean. I will say uh, it was the scene before with the Albie and Portia, but I, I don't know. Why I thought this was funny, but she's talking about how she has to stuff her face because it's free food. Oh yeah, man, I I can relate to that. Especially <laughs> <laughs> when I was tough. younger, like yep. during high school and right out of high school, and you don't have as much money, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, dude, I, I mean, I got this all you can eat buffet. Like, I paid already. Like, I, if I'm not leaving stuff to the brim, then I've, like, not gotten my money's worth. Right. Exactly. Or, like, right. when I was at college, I already had my food, like, food meal paid for. I was like, wow, geez, I mean, it's already paid for. I, I should eat three yeah. large meals, square meals a day. Yes. Absolutely. As much as I can. Absolutely. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yep. But she is, uh, she's not feeling great. Anyway. Daphne wants to go shopping in Noto, but Cameron, of course, wants to go jet skiing. Again, how much of this is staged? We don't know. The guys decide they're going to jet ski because the girls are going to go shopping together. Very nice. Bert wants to do the Godfather tour, and the newly aggressive Albie says Portia is going. <laughs> See, I'm trying, to, I'm, trying, I'm trying to be more aggressive. <laughs> Yeah. Uh Tanya begs Greg to stay. She'll even ditch the prenup. And we get a lot of background on Greg here that I I had completely forgotten that he was ill. Yeah, I did also forget about the cancer too. <laughs> completely forgot. He's healthy now because of Tanya, because Tanya found the doctors that could take care of him. He owes her a lot, but he, he also is not very good at this whole marriage thing. This is his fourth marriage. Uh but she just breaks down. But she just loves him. She just loves him. So, like, if you're, if this is your fourth marriage, do you mm-hmm. think you're really good at marriages now? Or is it no, he said he says I'm not good at this. Yeah, but like, I mean, he's learned from the past, surely, right? Well, that's interesting. I'm trying to argue for Greg here. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I would argue that I that I've 
learned something from every relationship that I've had that didn't work for sure. But that doesn't mean that it makes me good at relationships. <laughs> no, but you didn't get married that multiple times. No, you didn't, I didn't get married that many times. That's yeah, true. yeah, it's different. Yeah. When you get married and then oh, you learn a lot. And when you do it again, you learn even more. Yeah. And third time, then you master it. So that way the fourth's perfect. How does he how does he have the money to be staying at the White Lotus in the first place in Hawaii? If he's three the triple divorcee, yeah. Prenups, prenups, man. <laughs> okay. It like a wonder. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't seem like he's all that wealthy. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he is. Anyhow, Lucia is annoyed that Mia, who thinks she's owed half the money from Dominic, didn't even sleep with Dominic. And Harper is annoyed with Ethan because she has to shop with Daphne now today. Like The looks that these two give each other, Daphne and Ethan, not Daphne, Ethan, sorry, Harper and Ethan, they give each other some of the best looks, some of the best face work that we've had in the series so far. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Harper is so upset with Ethan, and Ethan is just gloating and loving every second of it. It's really, it's pretty entertaining. All right. Bert at the Godfather house romanticizes the Godfather, and Albie turns around and criticizes it for pushing the patriarchy and socializing men to violence and promiscuity. Portia, who probably would have loved that speech yesterday, seems really eye rolly now. Like yeah. she hears the speech from Albie, and just it's just you can almost see the nausea creeping up to her face. Like it's just like she just ate like a piece of rotten broccoli or something. <laughs> she's not very into it. She's not into this whole Godfather debate. Well, I don't. I don't think she's not in the Godfather. Debate. I think she's not into Albie's. Uh, kind of woke. Wokeness. Oh, you know that's what yeah. I mean. Well, that's what I'm, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But whereas I think that she, debate, if this yeah. was like the first time she had met Albie, I think she might have been more into it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So anyway, it does kind of feel like Albie's trying to impress her with it, which he's, is he's definitely true. Yeah, he's definitely thinking about her when you because you know when she leaves, she he kind of unduly blames it on um. Dominic and Bert, yeah. 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 It's like he's thinking about it. Yeah, I don't think they're the reason she left. I don't think so either. (laughs) I mean, Tanya is the reason that she she left. I mean, maybe she would have tried fighting to stay more. But yeah, I don't think they're the reason she left. Yeah, maybe. But I do, you know, the thing is, I do love The Godfather. So hearing Bert talk about it, and it's, it really brought a lot of memories flooding back. It's a pretty cool scene, a very good, an amazing movie. Bert calls it the greatest American movie. I think there's an argument that could be made. That I, I don't know that it is or not. Uh, it's certainly one of the best you films. You sound a lot like Bert right now. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, it's certainly one of the best films that I've seen. But you know, I did see it at a time in my life when I was very into these, you know, mafia movies that <laughs> were socializing me to violence and promiscuity, yeah. neither of which I pursued. But <laughs> the funny thing is, I think I already told you, I watched The Godfather. I say watched with like quotes because I fell asleep like in yeah. and out of it. <laughs> and yeah. I don't remember like I don't remember anything about it really. I remember like a garden scene. With the orange slice? No, I don't remember an orange slice. <laughs> Maybe I, I just remember I don't know. I'm not gonna get into it. So anyway. Like- I'm vague. Oh, you know what though? We got to keep an eye out for this, Kurt. What the? So, the uh, I I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil the Godfather now for those of you who haven't seen it. So well, you know wait a I... second. <laughs> okay, I'm waiting. Okay, okay, spoil it. I go. All right, the scene where Vito Corleone, played by Marlon Brando, the scene where he dies, he is like running around the his little garden with his granddaughter. And just playing with this, playing with her with this orange slice. He keeps putting her this orange slice in his mouth and opening up and smiling, as though, you know, it's it's just meant to be funny and get get her laughing, right? Mm-hmm. But then he drops out of a heart attack right there. Now we've talked about this on Better Call Saul and on Lost, actually. Yeah, orange slices represent the, the citrus fruit represents as a portender of death in cinema and television. So we'll have to pay attention to for uh, for oranges in That's this true, series. They, they did just reference the Godfather. Yeah, they, they've been leaning pretty heavily on the Godfather this season. So we, we should pay attention uh, to Petrus. I guess I gotta watch the Godfather then. <laughs> 
But actually, we did talk about it on Lost. I, I haven't brought it up recently. I should. Yeah, yeah, you could. Anyway. <laughs> good. Another another good series, folks. Check that out. Listen to our coverage. Please do. Yes, indeed. All right. Tanya sees Greg off and then orders a fortune teller and Portia to her room. <laughs> Albie criticizes Dom and Bert for offending Portia. Bert himself is offended by Albie's offense. So it's a vicious cycle of offense. Daphne uh, rented a whole palazzo for the night, and Harper's quite weirded out by this. She didn't bring anything. She wasn't told that they were going to be spending the night. This this place is pretty cool, though. I don't know. It's pretty cool. I would like it's fun to stay here. I, yeah. mean, I guess it is what it is. Yep, exactly. Cameron is so proud of Ethan. You know, we sold that company, made all that money. But you know, I immediately saw this was going to happen the second he said that. When he said he's so proud of him, like he's yep. buttering. This is buttering up. Yep. This is... <laughs> yep. Harper was right, and, and I think Ethan sees it too because you can see a change in him. Like as soon oh, as yeah. he says it, he realizes. Oh, yeah, yep. you can almost. It, it, they didn't. They didn't do it, but they could have voiced over exactly what Harper had said earlier. You watch, he's got to ask for money. Like You could almost hear it playing and Ethan reacting to hearing it. Because that's true. It, no, that's it, true. It, it's it's a where they played it over. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think so, but I, I can imagine that Will Ford, or well, not Will Ford, sorry, Will Sharp, who plays um, Ethan was running through those lines in his head while listening to Cameron talk. And, and that's how he got that reaction. Fair, fair. It, 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 there's a very clear reaction there, but anyway, he's very proud of Ethan, but he wishes he gave him that, you know, those insider trading tips. But now that he's got all this money, he must invest. He must let Ethan, you've got to let me invest it for you. That's what I do. I make people money. Got to invest with us. I mean, you can't deny that. I mean, he's just going to make you free money. <laughs> so there you go. T- Tanya is very impressed with the fortune teller. She's very authentic, very old world. Uh, is that what she says? Old, old school. Old school, yeah. Yeah, the real old school. Yeah, the real deal. <laughs> Calls her a gypsy, which Portia alerts her. Can't say that, but. So she anyway. mouths that. <laughs> I love Tanya. Uh, D- Daphne, and I hope that if there's a season three, it's still with Tanya. <laughs> I mean, at this point, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they have to stick with that. Yeah. You know, it's really funny. I, they, they keep doing these, uh, like, interviews with cast members after the episode's over. I don't know if you're seeing them or not. No, I'm not. So, yeah, th- so they have the next on, and then they have interviews with the cast members. And they have interviewed several of the cast members at this point. Uh, I think they interviewed Ethan and Harper. Well, first they interviewed Tanya and Portia. But they don't count. Well, because here's why. Um, when they interviewed Harper and Ethan and then Bert and Dominic, they asked all of them, which character would you most like to travel with? And they've all said Todd. What? <laughs> they've all said Todd. No way. <laughs> Who would you rather travel with? Maybe like Ethan. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want Tanya. I feel like Tanya would be, she's too much of a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> she literally cried. Like she always she cried and then calls her Portia to come back. She like makes demands. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know. This is it's a, it's a good question. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't think Ethan would make demands of me. No. And he's rich. Yeah, that's true, but he doesn't seem all that exciting. Anyway, I think he's fun enough. He was, he was willing to have uh, yeah. Hmm. Thank you, Ethan. Okay. I, I think you could have, I think you'd take like Bert or something. I'd take Daphne. I thought you were gonna take Bert. No, I'd take Daphne. <laughs> Daphne wants to rent a palazzo and say, let's let's hang out in this palazzo all day. The palazzo right. is really cool. That is really cool. No, she's just, cool. and she's always positive and happy. Like the, she is. But now after that one scene, now, now I'm skeptical <laughs> with her. Like now I don't trust her. I would have I would have who some of those was really happy, like last season. Like happy go lucky. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there really was a happy go lucky person. I guess I'm just thinking of Daphne. <laughs> Daphne, <laughs> Daphne was until this episode to me always very happy go lucky. But it's, there's either more to it, or either way, there's more to it. Actually, either she's sinister and plotting, or just it's not always happy go lucky. So, anyway. well, I, 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 I say Daphne at least for now. Um, you know, th- and actually. 
I don't know. We should we should have our goodest person watch. Who, who do you think is the goodest person right now? Certainly not Cameron. Probably LB. <laughs> I yeah. You don't think so? If I not LB, know. then Porsche. I think it's one of those two. Nah, I don't think Porsche. I I, I think really. I don't think Porsche. I I think Porsche is. <laughs> I don't know. I think Porsche is being kind of crappy to LB, but. Uh, I mean, there's no fault of hers that there's not a spark. That's being, fine. Yeah, I don't think she's being crappy to LB. I don't know. I, mean, like, I don't know. She's, she's rolling her eyes a lot. She, she's like, she, she, she just doesn't have the nerve. I think she just doesn't have the nerve to to tell LB. I think how she feels right now. right now. Right now, I'm on the Daphne bandwagon. I don't think Daphne's the goodest. I think you don't. Be, no, because well, didn't you imply that she could be plotting against them? Yeah, with Cameron. I thought yeah. she was, she's the goodest. Well, then after, you know, if I find that out that that's true, then she won't be the goodest anymore. No. It's probably Ethan, honestly. Ethan actually might, that's true. Ethan might be actually. Now, he turns away Mia. That's a pretty good. That's true. He did. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. It could, so... Yeah. It could, it could be Ethan. Honestly, say Harper, too, to be honest. Uh, because, yeah. Because no, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Right. Harper doesn't like Cameron and Daphne. Yeah. But that doesn't make her like a bad person. Yeah, I would say she doesn't like him. She's open that she didn't like him, and she's been trying to make Ethan happy. Yeah, right? you know what? You're right. Ethan, so I, I, I think you. I, I think I, you're I think right. Harper, it's Harper is gooder than Ethan. But yeah, I think I, you're right. You're right, yeah. especially <laughs> given the, given the um the first scene. You know when yeah, he comes home and she, yeah, she, she's she, like she, all ready to yeah. everything. Proposition yeah, she's, him. she's, she's, she's really just... trying, like sincerely trying. Yes, I think I'm I'm with you. Harper goes the da- goes yeah. with Daphne just because she said she would try to not ruin the trip or whatever. Try yep. to... So yeah, yeah, I think okay. So I think we found we, fi- we found it. It's, it's Harper. <laughs> it landed on Har- Harper's to get us. Yes, indeed. Yes, exactly. that's a, that's a really important qualifier for now. <laughs> All right. So at any rate. Uh, Tanya is very impressed with this fortune teller. Daphne is very impressed with the Italian men's tight pants. And Daphne and Harper like to play games with each other. Not Daphne and Harper. Daphne and Cameron like to play games with each other. So she wants to tell Cameron about the overnight before Harper tells Ethan because he'll die. This is the second time we've heard her use this phrase. You'll die. He'll die. So I I literally dropped dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am tracking this. This is in the ocean <laughs> or Mediterranean, Mediterranean Sea, whatever. With the candlestick, but uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I am tracking this. This this is the second time she's used this expression. So anyway, Cameron thinks that she's punishing him. I, I mean, I guess when I heard this, I was like, "What is she punishing him for?" But I kind of landed on she's punishing him for renting the jet skis and not wanting to go shopping. But then later in the episode, it feels like she's punishing him for cheating on her, right? I agree, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she's punishing him, but hey, it's party time. Let's go. Fortune teller tells Tanya that Greg is being deceitful and that there is someone beautiful in his life. Well, that could be Tanya, obviously. But no, it's definitely not Tanya. <laughs> oh, man. she's And I think it's important to know that this fortune teller gets very fixated on something very negative. She's only speaking Italian at this point, and she keeps like t- touching the cards and like making connections between cards. Tanya doesn't like the negative energy, so she kicks her out while Portia swipes some pills in the bathroom. Yes. So I, I I don't know what the I don't speak Italian. I turned on the, the closed captioning. It just said speaks Italian. So <laughs> I have no idea what the fortune teller said. No need for the closed captioning. <laughs> well, next time I'll just call you. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I have no idea what she's saying here, but I, I assume that there's something important in those cards that, you know, people who have a better understanding of tarot cards than I or speak Italian, or speak Italian might, yeah. be, might be able to put together. Actually, I, I, thought, anything. Well, I thought was, do I know anyone that speaks Italian? And I don't, but like, I, mean, I know I'm, people that know people and you, your, your family's from Italian descent, right? Uh, yes, yeah, but so they're all the ones who speak Italian have moved on so okay. Okay. this is that's not gonna I happen people that have italian descent that they know italian the the older generation and they're around oh yeah yeah i mean although, although it might be odd if i say here here's this random scene can you give that can you show that to them and tell me what they tell you what that means <laughs> i mean i'm trying i'm wondering if, if on tv time or 
Reddit that that maybe somebody translated this. Probably somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not seeing anything on TV. If time, not, maybe. if not, make it up, Mister Zhao. Well, that's what I was trying to do, but I can't think of anything. <laughs> make it up and post it there. <laughs> Spread some information. Oh. <laughs> yeah, great idea. Anyway. Great idea. Anyway, um, I'll have to do some research on and probably Reddit to to see if I can find anything but i don't know if i'm gonna find anything at any rate let's move on dominic asks albie to put in a good word for him with his mother albie tells him that he needs to actually change not just say that he wants her back he's got to actually change and dominic thinks that he can and from what we see later in the episode it does seem like he's making an effort certainly yep Tanya's going to take a nap, but Portia can't go. There's a new, uh, was it Cosmopolitan or Vanity Fair? I can't Vanity remember. Fair. There you go. A new Vanity Fair over there. You can, you can check it out. Valentina has lunch with two cats. I will say this. They, they did more with Valentina in this episode than they've done in any other episode. Yeah. Yeah. They so, showcase her like, day-to-day life. A bit more. I do wonder if Valentina isn't a more important character than I, at least, was giving her credit they're for. They're building her up for something, I think. Yeah. I think something but notable will happen to her. So we, we know she's notable. not dead at the end. We know this. Yeah. She could Yet. she be the killer? Could she be the killer? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. It's not good for business, I think. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Harper notices all the guys staring at her. This is your favorite scene. Uh, or are they? And she and Daphne do some edibles. Daphne feels sorry for men. They think they're out there doing something important, but really, they're out there wandering alone. The bull elephants get kicked out of the pod. So, the, I mean, this, I guess, is more or less, I, I mean, this is the title of the episode. More or less, it feels like the theme of the episode, right? Yeah, yeah. So, the, the, you know, these these two have left. But I wouldn't say it's just guys in this episode being competitive. Oh, yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. But although there is plenty of that. In yeah, fact, yeah. the very next scene... <laughs> Uh, the the bull their bull elephants jet ski yeah, and play like, chicken on the jet chicken, skis. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the other thing that Daphne says. She feels sorry for men because they're so competitive. How can they have close friendships if they're going to be so competitive? So interesting. Dominic cancels the week with Lucia, and she's annoyed. But you know what? There are a lot of rich bull elephants here, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see how this goes. Isabella thanks uh, thanks. Um, actually, do you remember Isabella? Yeah, she's the one that uh, Bert tried getting to be the translator. That's right, yes. So Isabella <laughs> thinks Valentina works too much, but she admires her. So this is an interesting scene to me. I, I feel like there's a lot here that is going to become important later that yeah, I'm just not picking up on right now. Um, and again, it's a, this focus on Valentina that hasn't been there, especially as just as something other than comedy relief, right? Yeah. I do you think that Valentina might be in love with Isabella? Mm, no. Oh, what, what makes you say that? I, I it just I seems so. like she got kind of like it went, seemed, it went beyond. Like, oh, go on. It went beyond like simple uh, flattery. Like she seemed like really charmed by it. I thought she just took it as a, like. Like no one's really given her a compliment, mostly because I think she's just a very um, how do I put it? Like she, she's very brash, like brazen, yeah. not brazen, brazen not the right word, but yeah, you know, she just kind of sits with what's on her mind. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's not afraid to kind of be a little snappy if she needs to be, whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially with her employees, like Roko, or if she's <laughs> trying to get her, you know, daily caffeine intake from a cafe or whatever have you. So I don't think people pay her compliments frequently like right it's like a sincere form of compliment so i, th- I thought i i took it as she was just genuinely like appreciative or you know was okay taken aback by so i think the there's compliment. a chance that she may be in love with isabella and i i think that you know um that might be why she is so down on rocco all the time because rocco she's she tells us about here you're always talking to rocco right oh so, you're all oh, now that nice scene yeah you're right <laughs> yeah i think you're right <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something to track. I, I don't know if anything will come of it, but all right. Cameron tells Ethan everyone cheats and lies to their spouse, but Ethan doesn't. And Portia tells Tanya that 
Albie doesn't really get her heart rate up. Tanya's advice to that? Don't waste your life chasing emotionally unavailable men. Cameron tells Ethan that monogamy was invented by the elites to keep the middle class down. Interesting <laughs> philosophy here. I love that. I love that take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting. Interesting coming from an, from an elite, but. I we could i can't i can't i I might use this take as a joke at some point i like this take a lot (laughs) well you got to be careful because if you don't make their dreams come true then they'll make you suffer so it's safer to just pay for it yeah yeah (laughs) so uh, this this is something that this might be some foreshadowing too you Uh don't make their dreams come true they'll make you suffer Oh, that part. I thought you were saying yeah pay for it i'm like well i I guess well safer to pay (laughs) yeah Anyway, uh, Giuseppe offers to help Mia in her career, you know, for a price. I think uh, that actually that's something that that might fit in right in right in with what Cameron had just said. If you don't make their dreams come true, they'll make you suffer. Oh, Giuseppe's offering to make Mia's dreams come true. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, she's going to make him suffer. Could Giuseppe be on the chopping block here? I will. Via Spoiler Mia? for you that I I already have I've just up you my chopping block for Ooh. today. <laughs> Interesting. I did not, but I might have to make an adjustment. <laughs> Cameron beckons the girls over, and they have some expensive Molly for them. So let's fun. <laughs> that is good. Let's fun. <laughs> Daphne is no fan of Cameron's evil colleagues, so she's glad that he has a friend like me. And Portia uh, does get her heart rate up a little bit by this guy who's getting in the pool uh but her ogling gets interrupted by alby who tries to make out with her does not go well i loved this scene so much it's It's really good it's really good like i don't think i've ever seen like an awkward makeout scene like this (laughs) like like a a media i don't know it's good It's it's really good it's like she doesn't want this guy in the pool to think that they're a couple she keeps looking over at him like while they're kissing. It's really, it's it's good. It's very good. Uh, and you know, you know Alby tries to make out with her, but it's it's not. She's not that into it. She's just gonna crash for the night. And so Alby walks her back to her room. You know, but they do. The camera does linger on this guy in the pool for quite it does, a while. So it does. Yeah. I think we're gonna see more of this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Dominic fights his urges with every woman in the room. Uh, and Tanya drowns her sorrows and waves at a guy who was smiling at her from the on the way out. I don't know if you recognize this guy. Um, this guy was one of the guys at the table that was smiling oh, yeah, and waving. Yeah. Okay, um, he's a pretty well known actor. He, he's going to oh, become. Okay. <laughs> a, he's he's in the opening credits too, so he he's going to become uh, a, a pretty major character from this point forward. I assume. Mm-hmm, okay, Cameron. Did cheat on Daphne once, and this is my favorite scene. She figured out how to handle it. Like today, she does what she wants. And meanwhile, he is partying and kissing Lucia. So uh, that was my favorite scene. I already talked at length about it. I'm not going to say any more about it at this point. And then finally, Ethan is very reluctant and uncomfortable. He does kiss Mia once, and then he turns her away. Good on Ethan. I thought I thought yeah. he was going to succumb. I was I was like. My my thought process was, oh, Ethan's gonna cheat. Yeah, this, this is gonna Ethan's gonna cheat, and it's gonna be I like know. this is gonna just turn to a blackmail, or it's gonna ravage his relationship with. Oh, mm-hmm. this is what's gonna happen. Yep, I mean, it still may ravage his relationship. Still might. He did kiss her. Yeah, but he sits there, very sad, smoking, and he misses a call from Harper while Cameron smoking in the you. room. Yeah, it better be a smoking room. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it is. Uh, I don't know. I think smoking in Italy is pretty common, but is it? oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, um, misses a call from Harper while he's smoking, and while Cameron and Lucia are having sex on the couch, and this makes Harper very sad in the palazzo. So, there you have it. I love every story in this episode. Yeah, I, <laughs> everything this about is, it. Man, this might be my favorite White Lotus episode. I don't so know. good, I go. I, like. I, I like after I think of this episode, and I think of season one. I'm like, yeah, screw season one. <laughs> like, screw season one. Who cares about season a one? Lot, you know, a lot of people on, in TV time in the comments were saying that actually that this was this is the season's been better than season one. I don't know if I'm ready to say that or not. I want to see the whole so thing. So far, I, I'd say like 
up to episode three at that point, this is better right now. That there's definitely it definitely seems like is this also six there's more to it. Or is this, this is seven. Episodes? This is seven. Yes, episodes. It's an extra episode. There's an extra episode. That's oh, right. Oh, see, yeah. we're not even halfway there. <laughs> not, not quite. Not quite no, halfway. No. <laughs> okay. Thanks, John. All right. No problem. I uh, this is my, I am most confused about my picks for who's who is dead and who is do you want to do that right now? uh actually before we do that why don't we check the time okay we can check. oh whoa <laughs> uh-huh. it's tv time yeah ain't no time like a tv time kurt on a scale from one to five what did the five. audience give this oh yeah you got it wait we you can't get the percentage it. sure 91. Not 91. Right. It is 72%. What? 72%. We did 72. <laughs> Such a good episode. <laughs> 0% on one star, though. So that, I guess that's pretty good. <laughs> All right. As for the characters, I believe that you're... Oh, my God. Who is your favorite character in this episode? Holy... You know what? I think that you said Harper was your favorite character in this episode. Um, jeez, did you say? See, you were talking about Daphne. I wonder if you said Daphne. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say you and the people both said Harper. Okay. Uh, what did you say? I said Harper. Okay. Harper is three for three with the people. This is her third episode in a row as the favorite character. Fifty nine percent. But I did say Daphne. I said Daphne. Ridiculous. Uh, why i oh no i i thought daphne was super interesting in this episode no she is like i I see why you're saying that with her conversations both like you know when they're at lunch and bring up the whole bull elephant thing and you know not you know sucks being a guy and then their later conversation when they're high i i see i see why and then even before and when they're in the pool i i I get why i Mm -hmm. I understand why it's a daphne that's that's why i hedged when i guessed harper by saying you might have said daphne yeah, no, I said I did say Daphne. So that's I, why I guess Daphne. That's why I knew. That's why I got both right. <laughs> you threw it out there. Yeah, that's why. That's why. So yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> hey, the Harper's three for three. That surprises me a lot. Me too. With this big ensemble cast and like, yes, especially the first episode picking Harper. Like the right. first episode, I think you and me both agreed we didn't like Harper as like she's not like a you know like we're not saying she's not like a. She just seemed like a negative Nancy. There you go. Compared to all the other characters. Mm-hmm. She's looking for a flaw where there wasn't a flaw. But maybe there was a flaw. Yeah. So, so. I will say Daphne does finish second here. 13%. Right. Yep. Oh, what was uh, Harper's percentage? 59. This is actually her highest percentage. Yeah. For this many characters, that's really high. 59. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It is. Deserve it if you ask me. I I don't begrudge anybody voting for Harper in this episode, for sure. Okay, well, but I I just had the the other half of those scenes. I, I preferred the other half of those scenes. All right then. So there you have it. All right. Well, oh man, who am I gonna say? Instead, I'm just gonna go with the list that I originally wrote down, even though I hate it. Okay. And <laughs> so I said my my top three. I'm just going to give you my top three that I think are going to be dead, and then we'll do the top three that I think are going to be other killers, okay? So, dead, uh, I had for two weeks in a row, I said Dominic was my number one, right? Although Dominic really see, appears to be in the clear here. It seems like Lucia has moved on. Uh, he's moved on. Uh, but I'm keeping him on my list at number three, so I bumped him down two spots. At number two, uh, I, I'm keeping Greg on my list. I, do, I still think that he, I had him at number two last time as well. Mm-hmm. Number one, I put. Do you think Cameron. he'll come back after two days? Number one, I Cameron. do. I do think we're going to see Greg again. But yeah. yeah, and then I put Cameron at number one. I think Cameron's the most likely to be dead. But I'm really sad that I don't have Giuseppe on this list anyway. Yeah, my my list goes number one, Cameron. Yeah. Okay, but, uh, so we have the same number so we'll, one. We'll agree with that. I mean, literally sleeping with Lucia by the end. It's like, oh, the, she right. That's worrying. So the other <laughs> yep. person that slept with Lucia, Dom. Dom, yep. sorry. Okay. my number two. Number yep. three, Giuseppe keeps trying to get with Mia. Yeah. Bad omen. Even yeah. though, I don't know if he's a foreigner. I forgot. Was the bus story? Was it like a person travels to a place? Uh, the, yeah, it was, a, it was a local. 
that's right it, yeah, yeah to, to sicily someone comes out from outside sicily to sicily uh has a love affair with a sicilian woman who yeah. finds out that the traveler had a family has a family and then kills him yeah so i don't know if that's the case for giuseppe but i don't know well they keep fits, showing him they keep showing him yeah they, he fits pretty nicely into cameron's idea of can't make their dreams come true they're going to make you suffer yeah. i mean it's exactly what he's, he's offering to make me his dreams come true mm-hmm. so all right as far as who did it i assume if giuseppe's on your list mia must be on your list of who did it uh John, I, go, oh yeah you go with yours uh, so i my i have i've had lucia as my number one pick both the previous episodes just like i had dominic as my number one pick to die in the previous two episodes so i bumped dominic down to three i'm bumping lucia down to three uh greg's number two i think if greg's dead it's because of tanya so i have her at number two and i have harper as my number one possible killer so you see i had harper written on mine but i swapped it oh so i have i have number three mia uh-huh because giuseppe yep now Daphne is my number two. I don't blame you. Just because, just because I want I want that credit if, if Daphne shrewded everyone. Shrewded, that's not a word. She <laughs> she tricked everyone. That's a word. There you go. She could have shrewded everyone. That could happen. <laughs> she could Dwight shrewd people. Yeah, she could so <laughs> or I guess Jim. <laughs> but so number two, number one, Lucia. I mean. Okay, you got, still got Lucia on the list, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I do feel bad about not having Mia and Daphne on this list. So, because it could be Harper. So, do you and have all you have men on the dead list and yeah. all women on the killer yeah, list? Yeah, that's still how what I'm doing. <laughs> so you're you're drinking the busty Kool Aid, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I, 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 they did they, those busts were they, they, they did the busty one, with. and then they had the clip of. Sicilian women are like dangerous or whatever. I know, I know. Like, yeah. And boy, they played the creepiest music when they show those busts. Yeah. Holy like, cow. Like, there might be a girl that dies if, you know, in, in, in the few, but mm-hmm. I feel like I'm safer if I gamble on men dying just yeah. because of the, the yeah. outlines that are going on here. So. I'll tell you who else I feel uh, uncomfortable not having on one of my, on uh, my wow. killer, my killer list because we know she's alive is Valentina. I feel, mm, mm. I feel like there's a, I, I feel bad about not having her on my killer list as well. Oh, yeah. You know, the thing is, the dead people, like there are a few of them. There are multiple dead people. It's not just yeah. one, multiple yeah. dead people. Yeah. And we don't know if it's one or multiple people that done it and whether like, we don't know whether the deaths are all connected. I'm presuming there are, they are, if they're all in the water together, but right. I don't know if some weird independent killings happened and everyone went to, it was you know dumped the body at the coast day i mean maybe italy you know you know you have garbage takeout day like mine for example is thursday night into friday morning mine's right? tonight yeah as we so record this. and yeah. dead body drop off in italy it might be like tuesday night <laughs> i mean that's whatever night it was or no it'd be at the end of their trips maybe like friday or like thursday so, yeah, I anyway, mean, I don't know what day of the week any of this is taking true. place I on. I'm, just, I just assumed it was the beginning of the day of the week. I assumed that they arrived on a Sunday, and so this was Tuesday. But who knows? Who knows? Exactly. Well. <sighs> All right. Well, folks, thank you so much for, for listening to us talk about these bull elephants. We do appreciate it. We'd love for you to check out some of our other stuff, watch the series, and then listen to us talk about Better Call Saul, Black Mirror, Centaur World, Dexter, New Blood, The Leftovers, Lost. Only, mur- only murders in the building, Ozark, Russian Doll, and of course, season one of The White Lotus. We also have decided that after The White Lotus is done, we are going to be covering, uh, we're going to complete the Damon Lindelof set. Well, not quite because we're not quite done with Lost, but we finished The Leftovers. We're almost done with Lost. We're going to cover Watchmen after we finish up with The White Lotus. Uh, and that will, that's not the no, only thing that's going to happen after The White Lotus. No, never mind, never mind. You're right. Go on. Yeah, continue. I'm right, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Okay. Um, we also, uh, very shortly after we finish The White Lotus, we'll be starting up a new series, brand new to HBO, The Last of Us. Yay. So you can look forward to those things. In the meantime, please subscribe, like, Yo. follow, share the podcast around. 
uh, please uh, leave us those five-star ratings and reviews. We really do appreciate all that. And if you'd like to contact us, you can email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. You know, I used to respect the old. Now we're just reminders of an offensive past everybody wants to forget. Dang straight. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.